Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my brother and sister in podcasting. We got Miss Mary Almonte in the building. What's going on? What's up, y'all? I saw your pool thirst traps, by the way. You was killing it. I'm like, look, I see, I see Mary. <laughs> I mean, every now and again, you got to make sure people are paying attention. So, I feel, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. We also got Mr. Baylor the Great is in the building. What's up, BTG? Look at this. Look at this. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Bailey got some classic, uh, classic recording coming on his podcast uh, soon. I don't know when. It's oh yeah, so it'll be dropping. It'll be dropping. I just can't tell you when it's going to be dropping. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So, unfortunately, we can't start off with great news, um, but I think even though it happened almost a week ago, I think we do need to talk about it. The passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, just, you know, outside of Black Panther, he's always been somebody who picked roles that were important to the culture. Um, and, you know, I'm 43 years old, but his career seemed like it was just starting. Where'd you, where were you guys when you heard about uh, the passing of Chadwick and then kind of your thoughts afterwards? Who wants to go first on this one? I mean, I was at my kitchen table, which is where I am right now, and uh, it just flashed up on the news on, like, Friday night. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Did I just see that? Like, it was one of those moments where it felt like it must have been a mistake or was this some Black Panther news? And, I don't like, it was just crazy. And honestly, real talk, it fucked up my whole weekend. Like, I truly felt sadness and mourning as if I knew him. And... It just really threw me. I couldn't even sleep Friday night. Like, that's how bad it was. I don't remember the last time I really felt like that. So, yeah, man. And then, like, I was worried about how to tell my son. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember or if we were still, if we were rocking yet, but that when Black Panther dropped, like, that was my son's, like, obsession. Like, to this day, he can still recite the whole damn movie verbatim. And I used to post videos of him and... Um, you know, so I was like, how am I going to tell him that, you know, Black Panther died, basically? Um, and I then decided I was not going to tell him <laughs> and I was going to wait until I was like, do I have to tell him? Maybe I don't have to tell him. And then I don't know. He ended up coming across it himself on his iPad and he was like, whoa, Chadwick Boseman died. And he actually took it better than we, we all did. But um, right. He, but not for nothing, he was really like, what happened to him? Like, he was thinking it was COVID or the cops, and instead it was, you know, cancer, which, unfortunately, that's not the first time we've had to explain cancer to him either. So, so yeah, it's just, it's, I just feel like, for our non-Black listeners, your Black friends are struggling right now. Like, to me, I felt like this was the last thing we needed. It's like, one thing after the other, and then literally our king dies. And then you find out that he suffered before he died and was suffering the whole time that he was making these masterpieces for us to treasure forever. And it's beautiful, but really heartbreaking all at the same time. So I think the lesson is we better, the lesson in this L is that we really should be, should strive to be as mindful in our use of time here on this earth as Chadwick was, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I think the thing is like, for to find out that uh even the director of black panther didn't know and like he had had this fighting this cancer the whole time and i go go back to like the dunk contest and he was just having fun 
smiling yeah. like and you like you you never know what people are go what people go through so it was just like wow wow Baylor uh yeah so I was on vacation with the wife her birthday was last week and we celebrated it in uh Vegas in the pool you know chilling um soaking all in the vibes and stuff like that and then it came across my screen and um and I'm like yo I'm like and at first I paused because I didn't everything was like going good my wife was talking with my sister-in-law we chilling and I just like I not just blurted it out I'm like yo Chad just passed away and that messed up like uh, Mary said I messed up the whole entire weekend mm-hmm. uh but I I will say this I want to give a shout out to his family because for him to be dealing with this since 2016 and nobody knew. And I even said on, on my sports show that if his coworkers knew about this, like shout out to them for not leaking this out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this, there's a, there was a, there's a certain photo of him uh, that everybody has put out. And I even think, I think his family may have put this photo out. Um, with the message and it was just him like I think he was either like smiling or laughing and for me to take anything good away from this is like I think he was at peace with it you know what I mean like you mentioned the dunk contest he has he's had interviews you know throughout these past four years and it just I I'm just hoping that he was just at peace you know what I mean and at that point I'm like Yo, that was a tough human being right there. It really was. Yeah. And that was and I and I and I didn't cry. I didn't cry this time, but I did tear up. Like I was sad. I was really I was legit sad. And to find out that Marvel didn't even know and you know, they were playing in Black Panther 2 and uh I think it's come out like in the last couple of days. I don't know if it was his wife or somebody around him said that he believed basically up until the day before he passed away that he was going to be able to beat this and he was going to get back in shape before they were supposed to start filming Black Panther next year. So he was determined. Um, and I've and I've said before on like my podcast, like I, I just I don't want to start having the conversations about recasting Black Panther or not, because it's just too early on. I'm I'm sure at some point we'll have that conversation. I've kind of shied away anytime that conversations come up or in anything that I'm in or anything that if I was in a conversation about about him passing away. But uh yeah, we just it it sucks. Like 2020 has been a kick in the nuts followed by getting pushed down a flight of steps. Like, it's been it's been rough. You know, for black but, people specifically. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I feel like our yeah. culture has just been really, like, taking a beating here. So. Hey, but if, if I'm going to go out, I would want to go out around my family. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like I said, if there's anything to take away from this, any positive thing to take away from this, is like he was with his family. You know, I mean, we we we're grateful that it wasn't a tragic event that was created by the police or COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. My, that's what my mind first went to. Uh, like Mary said, when I heard the news and then to find out it was cancer, it's just like, uh, wow, wow. And then uh, my kids, we always do uh, movie. Uh, day together Sunday nights and my daughters were both like you know what let's watch Black Panther I was like I don't know if I'm ready but uh we watched it we made it through it but yeah it's crazy man yeah yeah I mean listen I think that he made such an indelible mark on the world and and for you know his people and culture and I think the blessing for him is that he knew it before he died which Mm -hmm. to Baylor's point maybe that is what kind of brought him that piece like He's going to live forever as T'Challa, as, you know, Jackie Robinson, as Thurgood Marshall, as embodying all of our legends. So I think, honestly, what more can you ask for? People live 100 years and don't 
even do an iota of that. So yeah, that's a fact. That is true. Yeah. So yeah, he's had some amazing roles, and they're gonna live on forever. Like that, even even without T'Challa, but especially when you add T'Challa in, like that was we've had other black superheroes, but that was the first one to for it to be a whole cultural shift at a, at a time, and it came at the right time. And for that, he that role is gonna live forever. Not just that though, as as a black man, like, I, and I don't want to speak for the culture all the time, but we just we just hang on to hope. And when you lose so many, so many figures that we lost, you know, me personally, it was Nip, it was Kobe, and now him, that hurt. John Thompson, that hurt, you know what I mean? Because it's like we hold on, like we don't need one leader, we don't. And we have, we got leaders all around us. And when they start to come into their leadership, we lose them, and that hurts. Great word said there. Uh, For real. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go ahead. We're going to move on. Uh, not to stay on too sad, but rest in peace to Chadwick. I think that I feel safe in saying that from all of the Breaks Media, the Breaks Radio, everybody, uh, and, and peace and blessings to his family as well. Um, but let's get into, as we try to pick the energy back up, let's get into other news uh, for this week. And uh, one that was unexpected, that's, that's crazy, considering her rise from Love & Hip Hop to where she is now, Cardi B is the face of Balenciaga. What do you guys think of it? Uh, you know what? I mean, congratulations to her, but it that information came at the wrong time to me. Like, I'm all right. That's cool. You gotta you got a designer under your belt, but start. You know, go support some black businesses. Go uh, go go support the the black businesses that's lower than that. You know what I mean? The 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 ones that's getting it out of the mud. Then you know, bring some awareness to them. Okay. Mary. But I'm not I'm not mad at it though. I mean, I, and that's one way to look at it. Um I think that it's kind of I don't know if it's I mean, listen, congrats to her. It's always good when to see people come up, right? And that's another come up for her. However, I think that it's interesting to note that remember when she had that fight with Nicki Minaj at Fashion Week and <laughs> not that long ago <laughs> and everybody was saying she was done basically and like, you know, the ghettoness and now she's, you know, the face of one of the major fashion, you know, players. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm still grasping that what the lesson is there, <laughs> because as a mother, it's like, yeah, you don't want to tell your kids you can go and act a fool and then turn around and be the face of <laughs> of the biggest brand. But then on the same token, it's like, yo, we are redefining culture here. Uh I mean, there is definitely a cultural shift. And, you know, it's something I think I I need more time to mull it over. (laughs) But I definitely think we're witnessing a cultural shift. Now we're it doesn't we can be we don't have to fit their mold, I guess, is really what is coming out of this. And I guess that is a positive thing. And like regardless, like we all know Cardi B isn't she doesn't have the best tactics or the way that she carries herself. But I think if there's anything to take out of Cardi B's rise is that if you are true to you, look at what the possibility is. And that's one thing yep. that we can't take away exactly. from her. She's her. Yep. She's done it. Her, she hasn't changed. A, other than getting her teeth fixed, she has not changed a single bit <laughs> since that first episode she popped up on, on Love & Hip Hop. That's true. Very true. She's unapologetically herself. And I do think that is what you want to impart 
Definitely. <laughs> yep. Nothing else. All right, let's move on from that. Uh, I don't know how how much you guys follow. I, like, out of uh, other than Rocky, I really don't care about the ASAP mob. But apparently, ASAP Ferg has gotten kicked out. He's no longer a member of ASAP mob. Uh-oh. Mob. Lord, I gotta take a picture of this too. <laughs> Oh no! That was a good one too. Like you just I don't miss. What? What happened? I got froze. I froze again. For, for a split second. For a split second. Y'all listening? There's like this thing where every time Skype ha- happens to freeze, apparently it's like the best. I'm I'm in like the best pose ever. So. I guess Mary's documenting it. But uh, ASAP Ferg, <laughs> no longer a part of the ASAP mob. What do you guys make of it? Is this is this noteworthy or not? I don't give two shits, but hey, somebody may. I think it's noteworthy, and okay. I think bye-bye ASAP mob, because who are they anymore without ASAP Ferg? He's the only one that's somewhat consistent. That, mm. So Okay, yeah. <laughs> guess they yeah. just don't want to be a group anymore. <laughs> like, I don't Bailey? I don't know what you want me to do with that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I didn't. I yo, look. Hey, try to make it happen. Like, try to stay together so y'all can have. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Don't put me on the spot like that. What? I mean, bro. Look, I don't they know. Pro- they, they they probably just going off and doing their own thing. I mean, the thing is, is that every every group is bound to break up at some point. It, it happens. Not the locks. Yeah. I, I just finished listening to today. Album. They still together. <laughs> Wu Tang's together, by the way. Wu Tang together. Yeah, Wu Tang's fam. Like the Wu Tang's so close knit. I'm not. I'm sure that one of them have just tried to choke the shit out of another one, but they would never let that shit come out in public. Like that, they won't. But uh, if well, I, they didn't kick anyone out though. That is true. That is <laughs> to true. your point. That, that yeah, to your point. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know what to say about this. Like I, it is what it is, man. At this point, like it is what it is. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I really don't care. You know. But something that affects us a little bit more, because uh, I think it was it was something that we did talk about. We and it was the Joe Button signing to Spotify. That exclusive deal kind of gave podcasters the uh, something to aspire to, right? Something to know that all this could be worth it. That you can work towards it. Uh, that these major companies are taking a bigger look at at podcasts as a brand. Well, the Joe Budden podcast is actually leaving Spotify, and Joe did what he does with his with his rants. Uh, Spotify has responded to that as well. Kind of all this is shaking out. Uh, Baylor, I expect you to have a lot to say about this because I know you pay very close attention to the business of podcasting. <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you got to say about man, this? Man, when that that man went off, and you know what? <laughs> I respect it. I respect it because when he come, he came out with the details this time. Mm-hmm. He didn't know the details, you know what I mean? And then, you know, hearing the back and forth between him and Charlemagne, I'm waiting on that response because as of right now, he ethered that man. Oh, sure. Um, come on now. I just want to see. I just want to see. That's a nice battle right there. Even though I know they're they're probably friends off, you know, in behind closed doors. But what he said was, "Look, I'm sticking to my ownership. I own this. You know what I mean? And and I want everything about it." So I respect it, man. I, I actually just finished watching that little 30-minute rant that he had today. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to go his route, though. You know what I mean? Because if a Spotify come knocking on the door and offering, you know, a certain amount of money for your brand, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Are you going to sign a deal that'll offer you a large amount of money up front, but they own all your content? Or will you walk away from it and stay true to your craft? I mean, he still owns his content, though, right? So, I mean, 
All in but all, I'm talking. I'm talking about for other people. Oh, for bro. other people. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's always going to be the thing, right? Are you willing to give up? Like, how much are you willing to give up? And me, you've talked about that before. Like, I'm not willing to give up control or ownership over shit that I didn't built myself. I'm not doing it. Mary, what do you think about all this? Man, the last two episodes of that podcast have been the four 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 of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. um, the gems that he dropped. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like he really, and it may have gone over some people's heads, but he really went back to the fundamentals of honestly, systemic racism in business, mm-hmm. um, and how white corporations basically don't position black brands who generate the bulk of their revenue to succeed and to have a stake in their own business. Um, he even broke down like the ad game with, you know, within podcasting and went back to how they bamboozled, you know, artists in the music industry. So I feel like not for nothing, that's like a, I can listen to that over and over again. I think if there's ever a podcasting course in college, it should be <laughs> analyzed and studied. I'm serious. Um, no, yeah. And I mean, I agree with Baylor 100%. And you too, because I think that's where you're going with this, right? Like, we support him with that. Um, And his decisions honestly paved the way for us all. We're all in this space right now with him. Him selling out or selling himself short um, would be, you know, kind of putting us all backwards. So I am really, really curious to see where this goes next. Um, I saw that Ian Schwartzman, his manager, has been tweeting, trying to get people to follow the YouTube channel. So Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that's going to be kind of the crooks of whatever their next plan is. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he's hinted at having some other offers on the table, but still nothing that he feels compelled about. Um, So I just find it really interesting And don't get me wrong, like, I have immense respect for the whole cast, right? Like, I think they gel really well, you know, I mean, they all give different perspective. But when Joe Button gets into his, you know... Got her. Got her. (laughs) (laughs) Are you back? Are you back, Mary? Uh Uh-oh. All right, as we wait on Mary to come back and... And it just sucks because Mary was in the, in the middle of a great rant there. She was, um, de- she was definitely in her bag. Yeah, she was she was spitting. That, that motherfucker was spitting. Um, but no, I and you know I agree with everything both of you guys are saying. Like the Joe Button gave so much game away that I think for people who are in this industry, are all they're going to focus on is the the beef. I'm using that for lack of a better word between Spotify, Joe Button, and Charlemagne's words, and they're not even going to take the fact of thinking of of noticing what Joe Button just gave away for free and that like, this is the type of gems that I listen for this is like Joe Button is crazy as he is right we know Joe Button has been crazy he's dealt with mental health like real talk he's always been about his business i like i remember when Joe Button first fell out with Def Jam after his first album because they were promoting somebody else more than him and he was supposed to be the next gem of Def Jam like Joe Button is smart he knows what he does and when he talks about ownership, that's something we should all all aspire to be, right? It's to own right. our own brands and to be able to get it to a point to where what we can do what the fuck we want to do with it. And that's where he's at. Say agree with him or disagree with him. The fact is, is he built that podcast up him and the team because you know they he's not he doesn't do it by himself. They've built that podcast up to the point where even before the Spotify deal, 
they were going on live show tours. That's not. That's just not easy. You feel me? And so and they, he said he mentioned that they lost eight figures off of not being able to tour. See, and that and and that's something that when you own something and you don't have to worry about X Y. And this is the same thing. It's funny because the podcasting game is seeing what happened with the record industry game. That but that happened over the course of like twenty twenty five, almost thirty years, where we saw it go from. You know, basically artists being enslaved deals to, to record labels to finally being able to go back and forth to streaming to finally it's now more profitable to be independent. We've seen this whole thing fold out with podcasts, even though podcasting has been around for 15, 20 years. But really, in the last five years, we've seen the podcasting game and the business side of it go through what it took the record industry 30 years to get to. The podcasters right. have the power. When you own your own brand, you have the power. But what's up, Mary? I picked it up after after you fell out there. I appreciate you. <laughs> Continue your thought. No, I mean that's pretty much it. I was just going over the All fact right. that like how we're really seeing the podcast industry like go through exactly what the record industry went through, but in such a condensed time. Like we we like from the exclusive deals like I, I don't know i don't remember if joe button's podcast was the first one to sign an exclusive deal but from the moment that they signed that that deal to other podcasts signing other deals we saw little exclusive ones here and there joe rogan just got one so now it's like people are going to start recognizing hopefully the power of staying independent and uh baylor had mentioned how uh button mentioned how they um lost eight figures on not being able to tour because of the spotify deal so like it's really staying yeah. independent if you can get to a certain level, that's where the power is. Yeah. But, re but remember I said on many moons ago, many episodes ago, that the reason why I wasn't consistent on listening to him is that once he signed that deal, I knew he wasn't going to be able to talk about certain things the same way he did prior to that. Mm. And I think the last two rants that he went on, that's the content that I've been looking for. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that, and I, and I get it. When you do sign to a major label or something like that, uh, you do have to water it down a little bit because you got to be nice to certain people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't offend certain people uh, when you have a, uh, another brand on top of your brand. So now that won't be the case. So I well, get, buttons, I get buttons back. I think it's hilarious that. In every um, episode after make him like going on the initial rant, he's like, "We're still on this godforsaken platform," or <laughs> like he has no problem with now being like, <laughs> "Whoever's listening on this piece of shit." <laughs> yeah. Hey, they gotta ride that out, but yeah, it's uh, I appreciate the honesty, um, and I guess we're just gonna see. And this funny thing is, like, and we talked about it before. I don't know if you guys remember it or not, but we talked about how uh, that time that Joe Button got into it with Christelle from the Reed, talking about their their deals, and people were like, "Button needs to shut up. He doesn't know what he's talking about." X Y Z. And now look at it. Hmm. This man, like he yeah. he may be on the borderline of being of of crazy as fuck, but the man still knows his damn business. Yep. Yep. So. As he would say, salute a king for go. real. <laughs> he told he told Charlotte, man, he said, Man, you came to New York as a grown ass man. He said, I got my first deal when I was twenty. Mm. It's a difference. Yeah. 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 I mean, in that that point he stuck with, with you know, him owning it and Charlemagne not owning anything. That's just real. Like, I mean, that ain't even no shots like that's just real it's it, it's something different when you when you own it. And you know, yeah. go ahead. He brought he he brought up Dane. 
So, and look, look, and, and you just said it though, as crazy as those cats is, they know what they talking about. Yeah. If you're not putting up your own money, then we're not having the same conversation. That's a fact. Point blank. That's a fact. Yeah. That's it. Put a, put a pin in that. That's done. Ah, you guys ready to talk about this versus? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I... <laughs> so we finally got Monica versus Brandy versus, um, I, I, this shit was fucking terrible. I don't like, listen, I'm coming out the gates. This shit was fucking terrible. The fact that so many people are giving these motherfuckers passes on the shit because of some fucking nostalgia disgusts me. You motherfuckers who are sitting here acting like this shit was amazing fucking disgust me. I hate this shit. I'm sitting here watching this shit and I'm legit sitting here like I would have rather them just played the fucking playlist. Like that's all that we fucking, they, they, Brady can't fucking sing anymore. Fucking Monica was, I don't know what the fuck she was doing half the time. This this whole fake nice shit that Brandy wanted to try to play, like, we know you two fucking hate each other. It's still very evident that you hate each other. And then when she mentioned the slap, I thought, okay, well, this is this is going to be worth my time. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. This shit was fucking terrible and a waste of my... The whole versus shit right now for me, I'm, for, I'm off this shit. I'm really off this shit. Like, I've turned, I've turned so much on versus the last two or three ones. Fuck this shit right now. If they don't fucking come with some some shit better than this, I'm done with it. You guys can review this shit by yourselves. I'm just going to sit here and nod. You, it was a lot of profanity. Right. <laughs> it was, was a lot of F-bombs. I'm disgusted. That, that was, I've seen a side it, of you I didn't know existed. Hey, hey it was better It was better than that 2 chains and Rick Ross shit. It was. Yeah. It, uh, it, hey, yo, they, they ended up getting like 1.7 million viewers. Off so nostalgia. That, well, yeah, that's what true, I was going to say. Honestly, for me, it was... So I agree with you, Hayes. You, I, you had me all the way until you said you're off versus altogether. Because, nah, I'm not... A, we, we can't be fair weather fans here. Like, <laughs> they had one. And not for nothing, this was not unfairly hyped, like you said, Baylor. Like, nostalgia, right? Like, anyone who is of a certain age right now and who grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, will look... You know, if they hear Brandy or Monica, they're going to think, oh, wow, like, these were the songs I first... You know, had a crush to, or fell in love to, or yeah, blah, had a blah, crush blah. on Monica. I still got a crush on Monica. Well, and even their songs as a girl would kind of embody the, you know, the thing like sitting up in my room, all this shit. So yeah, totally. But I, I agree. I was so let down by it. I was there for it, ready to go down memory lane. And sure, when they played the songs that resonated with me, I was like, oh, that's cute. But. Yeah, it was weird. The vibe was just weird and off. and Because it was fake. That's why. I guess so. But I definitely least enjoyed it, and I was very, like, surprised that it had the highest Instagram engagement of all of them. You had to appreciate the shade that Monica created. Well, yes, but then it was also cringy to watch Brandy kind of... I actually felt like Brandy was genuinely trying to, like, connect with her, That's and true. it was just so cringy to watch her get rejected and then continue to try and it was just awkward and I don't know it made me like want to turn it I don't like watching people humiliate themselves like it makes me want to shut it off so I was like I don't want to even watch this like hey, yo, and then we found out later that Ray J was actually on the sideline I was not surprised Ray J's always been <laughs> that little brother that always showed up with Brandy so yeah hey what so were those boots <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your West Coast came out with that. <laughs> like, hey, so are those boots? <laughs> but 
but yeah. I mean, but, and here's the one thing. They both still look good. So let's oh, yeah, look at sure. positives, Absolutely. right? For them to Absolutely. be like 40, they both like are in good shape. I mean, Brandy's outfit left much to be desired, but I get it. It was a nod to the Moesha days, whatever. I guess that's what we were trying to do with that. <laughs> but Monica was so like felt that it made Brandy's little Moesha get up look kind of tired and sad. Yeah, it looked look kind of weird. Right. But the point is, they're in good shape. They don't look old and, and washed. So we should be happy for that. Hey, and hey, like, you gotta appreciate, like, these verses are gonna give them some memes, like, for a lifetime. True. Yeah, I, okay. Man, listen. I'm over You gotta in again. No. The, 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 this, and this is the thing that maybe needs to happen, right? Maybe, ver- uh, and we talked about it before, but maybe Versus really does need to go, maybe a two ninety nine. you got to pay, because, so you, they can get bigger names, because just the way that it's projecting, it's not looking good, fam. It's not. But it's they're not. big. But it's, but it's a lot of, but it's a lot, but it's a lot of people, like Nas said he wouldn't do it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So... If Nas not gonna do it, I feel like there's a lot of other nostalgic artists, I mean, legends that uh, won't that won't do it. Ashanti posted that she accepted Keisha Cole's challenge for verses. I don't know if that's gonna happen, I but don't, I don't I give don't, a shit I'm about not, that either. Like, why are we doing that? Uh, like I can see real. Keisha Cole throwing shade at Ashanti, and then we're gonna have to be like, nah. So I don't know. <laughs> but do you know that you know that fan club though, Mary? Yeah. That fan club wore uh, baby fat jackets with the fur on the hood. I mean, yeah. I was there too doing that. <laughs> this, this, but, is my, yeah. this is my only thing. Like, and this is my this is my biggest problem with it, right? And I get it; it did the highest numbers, and I just worry. And I, you know, I Swiss and Timberland, I, I I trust and I understand what they're doing, but I just worry that now it's going to be like, oh well, if we get these nostalgia acts. And they really didn't. There was no benefit to watching this lot, other than if you just want to see shade. But like, like Mary said, I can watch somebody get dismembered in a horror movie, not cringe at all. But when somebody's sitting there embarrassing the shit out of themselves, it just, it literally, I can't, I can't keep watching it. And it's yeah. like, it, I don't know, man. It just, it really, if you can't tell, put a sour taste in my damn mouth. And it's like, I get it. I get nostalgia is going to be something we always, it always is going to trigger. Like nostalgia is one of those things that's always going to trigger people. People are going to show up, but something had to happen. Like they had to know beforehand, like somebody had to be able to be like, look, I don't, I don't know about this. And like to sit in, in chairs and just talk and awkwardly do it at that. Like they didn't seem like they wanted to be there with each other. Nobody really performed anything. Like this was one of the first verses where it was, it was pointless for them to air video live, play the fucking playlist. We could have did that. Do it over the radio. Like just seeing that their body language and they're at Tyler Perry Studios and all the hype behind it. They had a fucking trailer with Makai Pfeiffer. All this shit going into something that just ended up being bullshit. I thought the Makai Pfeiffer thing was cute. No, it was a dope trailer. The trailer was dope. But yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It seemed like that just wasn't good about it. It, I mean. it's, it seemed like it seemed like Monica did it after rejecting to do it like twice. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I feel- and it was not good energy. And I feel like maybe this might be the first legit one that y- the two people were not genuinely showing love and respect to each other. Like, and, and, and somebody <laughs> said this was the best one yet. I said, how? See, that's the shit that gets on my fucking nerves. How? We got it. We got. I mean, the, the cap has those to stop. Like drama. <laughs> Man, listen. 
Now, I, now I'd watch a celebrity boxing match between those two all day long. But this shit, no, no. So let's rate it. Who wants to give their ratings for this shit? Because I, I think mine are, is evident. I'm not giving this shit. This shit gets all the trash bags and the, the same amount of trash bags that that damn the freshman XL class got. This gets two times as much as that shit. This shit was trash. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're a little harsh, aren't you? Bro. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's better than it's better than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that too. Right. But this is like the first from the bottom. <laughs> Oh. You gotta do better, man. You gotta do better. You gotta do better. Well, have right. we heard any rumors about who's next? No, like no. I said, other than Ashanti saying she'll accept Keisha Cole's uh challenge, I haven't seen anything. And I got, we need Mary. Keisha Cole got twenty. No, neither one of no Ashanti got counting features. Ashanti got twenty, but no, no, I'm good. <laughs> we need Mary, and we need Little Kim. We need like. You know, they got to come harder. man. We need someone who could tell some epic behind the scenes stories. I mean, that's the other thing that really makes has made True. the past ones like yeah. fun. And you learn something new. And these two were like, I was five years old when I was on set with baby. Face. I don't know. It was just kind of like it felt more like they were trying to one up each other and not like they were genuinely yeah. like yeah. telling how their craft came together. You know what I mean? So, well, Nas said Nas said he wouldn't do it, but I would have went for a Nas and a um, and a Scarface, R- Rakim and Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but th- you know, only a certain audience gonna tune in. That is true. Yeah, you're right. You're right about true, that. True, true, true. Yeah. I don't know. You know, even though I know Timberland started it and it started with him and Swiss Beats, I, I would love to see Tim and Tim and Dr. Dre go at it live. Yeah. So, yeah. Or we need like a Missy. Oh, yeah. But see, that's the thing. Some- it's like who 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 really could go up against Missy? Yeah. Uh, Lauren Hill, no, but she doesn't have enough. She's not, she wouldn't show up. Thinking, she wouldn't she show up either. Up. She would, but she'd be mad late. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know who the competition for Missy Ellie would be because if you talk about not only Missy's songs, shit that she people that she wrote. Well, I don't don't know if they're bringing people that she wrote for. She produces like Missy got a fucking ridiculous catalog. I don't know anybody else who can match up with Missy. So she got to go. So she got to go up against a heavy hitter then. Yeah. Yeah. But don't I, forget, I, Missy sang and also spit as well. Yeah. There's there's no competition for Missy Ella. I just feel like she's one of those people who there is there is not one. Okay. Nah. Yeah, she too versatile. Yeah. She too versatile. I was ooh, what about Buster Ron? <laughs> the energy that would be on that stage, bro, could not be contained by humans. It it couldn't. Missy and Buster Rhymes? Yeah. Oh. Shit, man. I was gonna say Missy and Pharrell man, because listen, Pharrell kind of does the singing, spitting, producing after, thing. Too. After that song he dropped with Jay Z, Pharrell is in the doghouse too. He's in he's in timeout too until he drops a better music. That's true. Than That's true. It wasn't cool what happened there, but but still, catalog wise and skill wise, I do think they're a matchup. I like that. I actually do like that. That's that's dope. Baylor's thinking. What you got, Baylor? I see the wheels turning. Because cause, cause I know they're going to come for me when I say this, but it'll still be good. Even though I don't think she would do it, but I would say Missy and, and Beyonce. I get where you're going with that, but I'm not even going to let my brain think it because it will never happen. It'll never happen. No. 
And be and 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 Missy will win that. Missy but let's go killer. on to the next time before they catch killer. that. Uh, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna get into our first break. Uh, when we come back, we're actually gonna talk about one new song. We'll be right back after. This. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, aka Dan on Drugs, and I am Afro Becky, aka Afro Becky, and we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast, podcast. a weekly legal podcast. For the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right, y'all. So not only did we get a terrible ass versus, but somehow maybe this is how they convinced her to do it. They used this to debut a terrible-ass song for Monica featuring a little baby called Trenches. Why you do that? Why You didn't even, like, warm us up to that. No. Like, <laughs> I'm over this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So the production was good. I just think they didn't structure the song right. And I don't know why he was on the – I don't know why he was there. Fuck all that shit. Mary, did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah. Okay. And I'm kind of, I mean, I just, I'm indifferent. It's like, it's nothing that I would, you know, it's not going to be on my playlist. There's no, there's no replay value to it. There's no replay no. value to it. It was like, okay. I mean, again, too, I feel like too soon. Like, there needs to be a strategy here, right? Like, you shouldn't be dropping new music at the verses. <laughs> and, and is she happy? Is she happy? Because if she's happy, then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I can't with you. I mean, you know how it is. You know how it is. When they in pain, when they going through some shit, that's when we're going to get Bro. the best... I feel well, the same way about Sam Smith. I don't want Sam Smith to ever make an album when he's happy. He just needs to wait till the next person breaks his arm. I'm sorry, Mary. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you think about it, for for Monica in particular, all of her best songs are like women scorned or apologizing or something. Like, it's definitely, to Baylor's point, they're not all like, I'm just happy in love. It's like, so gone. <laughs> it's sad to say but it's like in order for us to get great music from them they can never be happy just one of those days just one of those days oh that man. a girl goes through when i'm angry inside see? <laughs> don't want to take it out on you <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, listen, there's something listen, here. Thank you for that. She just that wanted, y'all just, she, she said it. She said it herself. She just wanted to be on her own. Oh man, I treat you wrong. <laughs> y'all, y'all are lifting up my spirits. I needed that. I ain't even gonna lie because I was, I was getting into into old man haze. Get off my my uh, lawn haze there for a second. I appreciate y'all. But this song is still trash. I ain't got shit else to say about it. It's trash. <laughs> Nothing, man. Look, the only person that made good music when he was in a good space and in a bad space is Bobby Brown. I mean. Every little step I take. Right. Okay. But we didn't know he's in a bad space. He's in bad and good spaces. You just never know. It depends on how much shit he took that day. Yeah. Okay. 
It's time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, okay. hey, hey, is Rudy, that nigga hopped off that air that airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that nigga was so happy. He was so happy. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to watch man. that video later tonight. You an asshole, <laughs> bro. Woo. All right. Moving in. Uh, last topic in this segment. Uh, Jay-Z and Will Smith are producing a miniseries uh, based off the mother of Emmett Till. Uh, it's coming to ABC. Um, they just announced it a couple of days ago. Nobody being cast as of right now is going to be a six episode limited series. What do you guys think it is? I mean, this, listen, I'm here. Obviously, I'm here for any for the telling of any black stories, especially history, um, because it seems like it's becoming more and more painfully obvious that people really need some history lessons these days. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we need some more information about this. But, you know, I'm here for it. A miniseries, though, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that might be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> might be heavy. Yeah. And we're, we'll, these stories really make you, it reignites your anger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be in that headspace repetitively on a recurring basis, I don't know. I'll tell you right now, if it's anything like when they see us, I, my, I can't take another one of those. If it's anything like that and I'm watching it, just and we pop up on this podcast when the, my camera turns on. I'm dressed like a militant, saying I'm about to go kill some people. Just know that I warned y'all because I can't. My spirit can't take another miniseries like that because I'll flip out. Like we've had, we've had too much loss. But you know, go ahead. Baby. Yeah, right. Um, but again, though, um, six. You said six episodes. Six episode miniseries. Yeah. So I, you know, it again. Like Mary said, it might be too much. At the same time, though, if they turned this into a movie and only gave us two hours or maybe two and a half, they probably wouldn't be able to squeeze everything in there. Um, so we'll see. You know, we don't know who the cast is, and honestly, we don't know. We 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 pretty much just know the ending. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't know the journey. You know, and we don't know her story. You know, we just know what happened. You know, so again, it's it ain't gonna do nothing but piss piss us off. what i hope comes from these kind of films honestly because most black people themselves are aware of the travesties that have occurred to us over the years at least in some capacity but it feels like honestly and i i feel like i'm sounding militant in this episode and that's not my intention but i feel like it's really for white people and non-black people of color to really understand because the more that i'm seeing and i don't know like i don't haze i think you and i follow each other on facebook i don't know if you see the craziness that occurs there but yeah (laughs) on my feed but basically it feels like there are genuinely some white people and non-black people of color out there that are really unaware of the history for real for real I mean, obviously, some of them don't want to be aware or are turning a blind eye to it. But I do think there genuinely are some people who really are now seeing the events that are happening today and are really feeling like black people are angry for no reason or, you know what I mean? Like they need that understanding of like this really history is repeating itself. And that's what's so angering about what's happening now. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That is a fact. (laughs) That is a fact. Bailey, got anything to add to that? No, she said everything. All right, that's that's today's episode. <laughs> uh, something that literally just came across, uh, just got alert for it. Um, 
The Rock, his wife, and their two daughters have all tested positive positive for COVID. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And he just Still and he COVID. just got that. He just got that XFL league too. Mm-hmm. Wait, did, did that sell officially go through? Did he buy it? He purchased I think it? he he officially got it. Oh, well, we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Um, but prayers out to The Rock and his family. I can only imagine. But uh, we're going to get into our last break. When we come back, we're going to get into a topic that Baylor challenged us with last week before we left. We'll be right back after this. Yo, this your boy, Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy, Fresco. And we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh. bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It It doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. makes for good dialogue. And it keeps the the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform, you can get a podcast that the Podcast Brothers is there. You dig? Chill. All right, we're back. Baylor, so you said you wanted to hear, make a playlist or hear songs to make love to. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, bro. I don't know why you want to do this shit to us. But since you decided to go ahead and put, yeah. it, put it on the list, I feel like you should start. You should set the tone. Go ahead. Oh, 112 Sweet Love, Beyonce, uh, what is it called? Signs? Is it mm. called Signs? Mm. Oh, man. Let me tell you, I can't. But it was during the college years. <laughs> well, I think it was a little bit after the college years. But that song, uh, some things happened. Uh, like I said, 112 Sweet Love. And then you have to throw like some random, to me, you have to throw like some random hip hop in there. Okay. Something from the South. Man. Okay. Yeah. And that's the kind of night you're trying to have. <laughs> yeah. Something from, or even from the Bay Area. The Bay Area that's or the South. Love. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, that's moving some furniture right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, Lil John, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. All right. Hey, hey don't, 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 don't sex play shamey, bro. Oh, no. This is, no. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm famous for making some some CDs, and for you children out there, CDs are these discs that we used to we used to steal music. Shout out to LimeWire, and you we and we used to uh, load up those CDs with uh, sex songs, and we used to play them to lighten the mood and to continue that mood. I used to make uh, mix CDs. G, I used to put GTD mix. I had volumes one through ten. Get the draws. Mm-hmm. So, and I used to write GTD on it and set it all the way out in case my mama found it. She didn't know what the hell, hell it was. So, but Mary, go ahead. I feel like you should go next. Okay. Um. So we're gonna go one twelve anywhere. Okay. Mm. We're doing three, right? Yep. No. Yeah. If you feel if you feeling frisky, you can throw some more. Okay. Um. We're doing genuine, so anxious. That's on my list. That's definitely. On oh, my list. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And the other one. Oh, yeah. We gotta bring up the other one. If you gonna do, right, if you so, gonna do that one. You gotta bring up the other one. What pony? Not pony. Cause that was Hayes's last week. Yeah. Oh. Remember what we did last night? We boned on your mama couch and we knocked the springs right out. Oh, come on, man. Y'all don't remember that? Not when you say it that way. We need no you to idea. sing it. Yes, right. You got to sing it, bro. You got to hit that note. No, yeah, they all don't deserve his voice right now. Okay. I'll put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Twitter. Okay. Uh, okay. And if we're going to go hip-hop, 
Y'all gonna kill me for this one. Here we go. <laughs> Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. No, I'm sorry. I ain't trying to get it on to Wu-Tang. But maybe some Ghostface joints. But anyway, we're gonna go with Mob Deep. Hey, love. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You up, Ace? I know, I sound, this has been another episode of the Breaks Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, uh, so uh, Mary did take one of mine, so anxious, definitely, but one that's not on any of you guys' list that will probably surprise you, Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley. Wow. Okay, that's that's different. That oh, yeah. is. You, you, that's, that's, when you, that's when you have been had a night out drinking and your stroke is hitting just right. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm only I'm, laughing. I'm, like, I'm trying to catch the beat. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm like stroking in my head, and I'm like, okay. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think that would be my Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bring it home with that third one, Hayes, because the second one is a a little off. John B., they don't know. That was my shooting high school. Yeah. What'd you say? John B., they don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see you with the blue eyes, so. Yeah. Right? There you go. That's it. That's my three. Wait, I have an honorable mention. Okay. Mm. Maya, All About Me. Mmm. Just went back to high school. <laughs> okay. Hey, we could just uh, red velvet, mm. the that velvet robe, the red, the the the, the velvet robe, like anything with Janet, Janet, the old Janet, everything Janet in the nineties. Yes, and that Janet and Buster joint. Yeah, gonna make, gonna make, gonna make. that one was was definitely sexy. I say red velvet with my fat ass. <laughs> I know I'm hungry. So comfortable. <laughs> He's like flushing. <laughs> that Bob Marley, though. Mad kids, I know you ain't over there getting shy on us. Listen, hold on, wait a second. Don't you dare throw me under. No, that's fair. That's fair. I can't even be mad at that. All right, all right. I'm glad. I'm uh, one other thing I will say is I'm glad we skipped all like the usuals that people said. Like, let's get it on Marvin Gaye. I'm glad nobody mentioned that shit because a. None of us is having sex to that shit. Not, not. It's, it's not happening. I mean, we could have been conceived to that. There you so. go. Yeah, that definitely, <laughs> right. definitely, definitely. Hey, Drew Hill. Drew Hill got something too. Oh yes, mm-hmm. they got several. Beauty, beauty is several. her name. Yes, I like that. Um, I want, <laughs> I, I want to say MJ got one. Mm-mm. Man, no. Just envisioning and MJ the whole night's over for me. You know, you know what? Nah, he, he don't. He don't got one. He don't got one. But I did write a letter to a girl off that. Uh, she's out of my life. I wrote a fierce letter. Underrated, more recent one. I, I know it's not super recent, but uh, Miguel Adorn. A lot of a lot of cats oh. like that one, man. I, I'm, 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 yeah, all right. Or Miguel effing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one. Yeah, definitely. Hey, so y'all, y'all got y'all not gonna y'all gonna y'all not gonna talk about the elephant in the room. What's that? Nobody said anything about the nigga locked up. Oh well, that's intentional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's been another episode. Uh, Baylor just with the with the 
Yeah, nigga, oh, locked up. You just had to, man. Like, Jesus, you just completely ruined the mood. Like, <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know. Oh man, uh, that's been another episode of the Breaks right there. Leave them with your social media, any part of words. Just get the fuck up out of here, because Bailey's just, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, man. What's my fault? It's always your fault. Go ahead, man. You know, you you know, you give your social media first. Oh, I do? Yeah. Okay. You sure I didn't do it already? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms. That's it. That's it. Go ahead, baby. <clears throat> at Baby the Great on all social media platforms as well. Uh, BTG for president, overrun with BTG. Part of the Rare Science Network. I want people to um, to be careful out there. And... Live life the proper way because you never know. Fair enough. Well, damn. <laughs> My parting words are this. I ain't even said nothing. I started putting it in the group, but I'm saving it. All I'm going to say to you, Baylor, is I was bored one day and I took a stroll through your social media somewhere and I found a picture that is going to be on the cover art of one of these episodes we do one day. And when that when that shit comes out, I can't wait to see your face. Because I was bored. I'm like, oh, I hit the jackpot. Bro, <laughs> 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 I can't wait to see this. I was like, oh, shit. Bro, legit, I was sitting in the kitchen laughing for like five minutes when I saw this, when I found this picture. I'm like, look at bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... I'm gonna do something with it at some point. I gotta get you back for that hazy day shit you did to me that one time. I got, I, I got. That's you. a classic album. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I paid homage. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Thebreaksradio at gmail.com. We are the number one podcast around. Period. Point blank. And for this week, we out. Peace. Mm. He gonna try to cyber bully me. <laughs> Back with the Remus. These boys are my sons like Phoenix. My city and state never ever seen this. Jimmy Neutron, I'm a young boy genius. On a full time, I'ma give her that penis. When it's just done, I'ma fill up arenas. Ooh, like Gilbert Arenas. Shoot my shot, I'm still with the demons. Ooh, I keep it thorough. I got five chicks in New York, that means one in each borough. I'm in the pocket like Burl. When I'm back home, no, they treat me like Robert De Niro. Took her to talk about butter or churl. Took her home, gave her a cinnamon swirl. I left it in, now I got a one euro. Zeros on zeros on zeros. That's what my bank account balance say i got a check from a shoe company not do anything in new balance say i bought a plane to get out of state i got me a shorty from runaway said i'm in town today she said she coming over and she down to stay i got a hit she been playing that shit so when she pull up on me i know what she about to say what's poppin brand new whip just hopped in i got options i can pass that bitch like stockton just joshing i'ma spend this holiday locked in my body got rid of them toxins in the top 10. Calling my bitch, tell her bring me that noggin. Brain real good, she a scholar. I like a thing with low mileage. Good brain with no college. Call me the baby, no toddler. I'm real creative and stylish. F in my denim. I send a hit, make them spin them. And I just flew back from LA on the jet yesterday. I go back and forth like I play tennis. I fuck with your hoe, yeah, I feel for it. Still on the billboard, the number one song in UK. Hey.